0: everyone welcome to bunker mania wrestling <laughs> you can't see what just happened in the background there as we were about to go live but it's all good it's all fine
1: everything's fine if if, it, well. if, it, if, it, if, it, if it's being slight if it, if it is slightly a bit i mean maybe it's reacted to why we are here live right now on youtube <laughs> i think i think it's just in shock like everyone else is but um i'll let you crack on i'm just going to send up some links onto our social channels right now just to let people know we're live
0: yeah, so folks, uh, welcome to Bunkermania Wrestling. There's, this very
1: impromptu
0: edition of Bunkermania Wrestling, because at the time, if you're watching this later after the fact, it is Saturday the second of September. It's a, literally just gotten 10 p.m. UK time, and the reason that we are live so impromptu is that about let's say 20 minutes ago, at time of a of recording and such. There was a statement put out by one Mr. Tony Khan via the All Elite Wrestling uh, uh, social media channels, which says the following, quote, All Elite Wrestling has terminated the wrestler and employment agreements between Philip Brooks, CM Punk, and AEW with cause effective immediately. The termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, General Manager, and Head of Creative of AEW termination follows a week-long internal investigation of an incident occurring backstage at AEW All-In London on Sunday, August 27. Following the investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee met and later convened with outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Khan offered the following statement, quote, Phil played an important role within AEW, and I thank him for his contributions. The termination of his AEW contract with Cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision, pardon the dog in the background, nevertheless, I am making the decision in the best interests of the many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our talent, staff, venue operators, and many whose efforts are unsung, but essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world, end quote. So, Ian, it's something that we've talked about on a variety of podcasts, be it me and Tom, be it yourself, be it you, myself, and, and Harriet when she's been on the show as well, just just us. The, the, the whole CM Punk stuff, as an all-encompassing mm. term, it's been a massive talking point, for better or worse, since, quote-unquote, brawl out last year, and even arguably a bit before that, and it's finally come to a head, and in many ways...
1: I think more than anything, I'm actually just shocked this has happened above all else. Considering you've got Collision tonight, happening yeah. in a few hours' time in Chicago, you've also got All Out in Chicago tomorrow night, Time of the news might not be in AEW's best interest, possibly, because that crowd, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that crowd's going to react. Hmm. Um Considering Chicago has always been a very pro-punk crowd, obviously because that's where CM Punk is from, mm-hmm. it could make it could make the next two nights. Um, I wouldn't say uncomfortable viewing, but the crowd might do some hijacking. That 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 is, that is that is there is potential. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know how wrestling fans can be sometimes when they are really passionate about something or really kind of behind something, or even if they grab they grab onto like. Something that's very silly going on in the audience that's kind of distracts from that kind of distracts from things uh, things in the ring because we've seen it with WWE shows where people have kind of hijacked the show with their own ironically, see am CM Punk chants or other things when they're just obviously uh, expressing displeasure in what they're watching or in something to do with the management, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I think time of the news could have been done post Chicago to be perfectly honest, because I think then you've got a few days to kind of ease out into, into the reaction or the public reaction. The fact that you've announced this, what well, it's, it's 10 o'clock, five past 10 here in our time. So about three hours, uh, co- collisions, yeah, a.m. A.m. Yeah. yeah. So about three hours out from collision starting. It's going to be interesting to see how the crowd react. Um, But going back to, uh, I think just generally looking at the CM Punk's tenure in AEW, I mean, it's, it's a tale of two halves to be perfectly Mm. honest. I mean, we had the, the sensational return back at the United center about, about two, nearly two years ago now. Mm. And it was just, it, it was like, it was the start of like the peak, the old time, times are changing in the wrestling landscape world for AEW. So you have that. Then you had, uh, Brian, uh, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole coming in. So it was like it was this real sort of apex thing. And CM Punk wasn't necessarily in title title picture straight away. He was doing sort of feuds. Some of them were kind of small filler ones. Some of them were, some of them were absolutely except, exceptional. I mean, it's like the MGF CM Punk feud. It's probably one of the best feuds you you'll ever see in AEW. Hundred percent agree. And then everything just seems to sort of turn the moment Punk sort of won the belt from Double or Nothing and uh, what one out of nothing from Hamman Page you have you had the injury that forced him to vacate the championship to begin with and then you had the interim and then you had the the recapture of the of the championship from John Moxie at All Out last year and from this moment it all seems to go completely downhill um mm. obviously we have the infamous media scrum interview which led in to the to brawl out with Punk and the Unbucks and Kenny Omega having physical altercation in the dressing room. It's been well documented, so I, we're not going to go too heavy into that one. But obviously, people got suspended, belts vacated. I think what was it, Bucks and Bucks, and that came back like a couple of months down the line. I think yep. around just before full gear, um, and then Punk was still uh, had injured himself again at All Out last year. And didn't come back till I want to. I honestly can't remember when he came back. To be perfectly honest, was it just as collision Um, was starting, wasn't it? Which was, which was uh, July.
0: Yeah, because I was at episodes two and three. Yeah, so that was like end of June, beginning of July
1: time. So it's really not been that long. Yeah. So yeah. So it's come back, and then. Again, even with Punk coming back and kind of been given Collision as his sort of own sort of show to get sort of split, split the divide off between him and obviously Young Bucks and Kenny. I think ever since Collision has started and, and while Collision has delivered really good wrestling and I hear the show delivers really good wrestling.
0: It's a... Re- I, for want of be a better phrasing, it has been a really, really fun, great, solid show to say the least. At the at worst, it's been a really solid show. Yeah,
1: it's. I think that gets overshadowed by by the drama backstage. You have mm-hmm. the you have the people who aren't allowed to come to come in to work at Collision, mm. even after they're booked or told no, don't come here this week. Go do your promo and other stuff again a lot of this is well documented i think we're not really going to go too crazy into the detail here um and yeah it's it's one of those things of yes it's a kind of it's a weird it was a weird story kind of things and it just kind of it kind of felt like the collision was just run by punk whether you liked it or whether you liked it or not um and it just this weird sort of power dynamic of just even people like the head of talent relations, which Christopher Daniels wasn't even allowed into, Mm. (laughs) into collision, which was even weirder in itself. Um, But I think we, I think until all, in, I think we'd come to the kind of, I think we'd come to the exception of, well, this is what keeps the peace in AEW. It might not completely work for everyone, but it just seemed like this is how it's going to be. And then, and then last Sunday happens. Which, which,
0: let's be fair, in the grand scheme of things, the fact that that show, which you you can hear our thoughts on if you want to, folks, we've done a separate podcast about that, but the fact of the matter is, it is a genuinely historic show for Mm. the attendance, for so many other reasons, but what is the one overriding thing that has been talked about from that show? It's been this. It's been the backstage altercation, if you will, that's happened. And I've just yeah. been while you've been talking. i been doing a quick search on just a couple of things. Uh, he's already gone from the roster page of the AEW website. Yeah, I can't see him mentioned anywhere. Currently, his merch is still on the AEW shop site. I'm assuming that might be because the shop staff. But one would assume they've probably got far more control immediately over their own their website rather than the shop. As yeah, it, like, just for whatever reason. Yeah. but the fact of the matter is. This has happened, and I think that th- there's another point you made which I think it's worth just sort of touching on as we're sort of still, in a way, processing this. Yeah. The timing of this. We've got Collision tonight, like you said, of which that both that tonight and All Out tomorrow are in Chicago. One assumes there are going to be CM Punk chants, like, without fail. There will be a vocal amount of people... Who will chant for CM Punk? One would assume there will also be a load of people who will quite frankly just boo that chant and try and shut it down. But in Chicago, we'll see what the balance is like. Yeah. In terms of timing, it wouldn't surprise me based on the media call that Tony Khan did the other day, where he said he you're going to try and have something you know by the weekend, like a decision or an update. There, there is part of me that probably just thinks they thought let's just get this all out of the way before the pay-per-view. Like, have 24 hours just to get it out of the system. Let's just be rid of, for want of a better phrase, the problem, as it were. Mm. Because, quite frankly, it is all anyone is talking about. And one would assume, based on Collision storylines, that it was meant to be Ricky Starks and CM Punk, arguably in one of the featured matches on the show. Most likely in a strap match, based on the fact there's going to be a segment on Collision tonight which is going to see Ricky Starks challenging Ricky Steamboat to a strap match. And one would assume Punk or someone else may have come out to accept the challenge on his behalf or similar. So part hmm. of me just thinks there's that element of, let's just let's just get rid of this, again, quote-unquote, problem now. Like, just yeah. be, be done with it so we can just try and move on from it. Because at this point, it is all anyone is talking about. And it's not fair on... The talent... I mean, heck, Tony can't even said it in the statement that I read. I'll quickly try and pull it up again actually on my screen. But he puts um, over everyone else involved in the company as a whole. Yeah. And it does so, just come that point where that needs to be the focus.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, we've got people obviously watching this live. Hello there. And people sending stuff in chat. Mr. Ice Cream Gamer has put in a very interesting qu- query here. Do you think Jack Perry will be fired? Um. Hmm... This is uh, this is well. This is depend on what you're reading up because I think the latest sort of report about what had happened had come from a report I think this was from the Wrestling Observer, where there was a non non-related party to like both sides of the very Wrestling. much a neutral party. If you will. a neutral party that described what had happened, and I will try and get that information right now mm. because I vaguely remember it. It explained that. It explained that Punk Punk approached Perry. They had an altercation of some sort, and Punk is the first one to. uh, Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and and that's to
0: give you the key difference as well, isn't it? Is that I mean, hey, let's go back to the brawl out thing for a second. This is the case in point. Yeah. By all accounts, and seemingly no one's even denied this from various, you know reports like from Wrestling Observer and such that Punk has not denied he was the first one to throw a punch in that in that altercation at Brawl Out. Mm. Well at Brawl Out last year, excuse me. And in this case, based on the various reports, it kind of comes across like Punk was at the very least the one who was the aggressor, be it verbally or physically, in this situation. I'm not going to talk out of turn here because I'm going by sort of memory of what I've heard, but it really does come across like, ultimately, Punk is the one that had it, that had the problem with what Jack Perry said. Jack Perry, this being the question, though, should he get fired? I It wouldn't surprise me if he is just suspended for a while, at the very least, because he is part of this. But in terms of actually being the aggressor in the situation, I don't think he would be for that.
1: Right. Um, I've actually found uh, this stuff now. Perfect. Uh, I-, I
0: will let you read that out, then.
1: There we go. Um, so, also, uh, Jay Bradley... A talent will be booed out of the building at All Out? Uh, I
0: I don't think so. I think if anyone may get booed, I think it's more likely to be, say, some of the, for want of a better word, like the, the elite crew, like maybe the Bucks, as it were, like people in the camp of the Bucks, as it were, like that side of things. I don't think it would be everyone. Because quite frankly, there's no reason, for example, that, just picking a match off the top of my head, that the MJF Adam Cole v. The Dark Order match, there's no reason that should get booed. No. As it were.
1: So, um, so I've got the stuff here. So mm-hmm. basically, this this did come from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. So Dave Meltzer initially reported this. So uh, information came from a neutral source backstage who is not a wrestler, with their account suggesting that during Punk's fight with Perry, Perry ascertained that his Crimea River comments would just attempt to get heel heat. Punk is then said to have shoved Perry hard, then sucker punched and choked Perry when he got in Punk's face. During this, Khan was said to have been yelling at Punk to let the former Jungle Boy go. This is being read from a Cultholics website, by the way. Understood. Uh, as for Punk lunging at Khan, um, this ties in with earlier reports saying, suggesting that Punk and Perry's fight occurred in front of Khan and saw monitors knocked down on the AW boss. Um, yes, so there is that. I think there's also the add-on thing of actual video from uh, yeah, the Securities yeah. as well. Yeah, so sort of
0: CCTV um, in the building.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then basically during, uh, additionally, during with the, all this as well, additionally, it added on the fact that Punk got heated with Tony Khan during that, immediately after the altercation, screaming and swearing at the CEO. And it the report suggests that Punk lunged in Khan's direction after the altercation was broken up. But several people got in Punk's way.
0: Yeah, Samoa Joe in particular being one of the people cited as calming the situation down and very much yeah. Be, well, what was the phrase being the locker room leader for the night as it were, yeah. kind of spurring everyone on to put on yeah. a great show.
1: Yeah, mm. so I think, I think because I think in the the whole the the statement you said as well was the investigation reached a unanimous decision on this. Uh, uh, the
0: exact phrasing was yeah,
1: unanimous recommendation. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be terminated with cause, and it's like you—if these things are accurate, and the video, whatever the thing is, <laughs> is, is shows this, then I'm sorry. It's mm. it's open and sh- it's open and shut. And consider, I think if this was, I think if I think it brought out didn't happen, this is a suspended for some time. Agreed. Of things um, that's. I think if Rollout didn't happen, I think basically Punk is suspended and we don't see him for a while. The fact that this comes Again. on <laughs> nearly a full yeah, this comes in a full year after that. Yeah. It's it I, I can't really I can't really defend it. I I wouldn't I don't want to defend it to be perfectly honest. It's like the fact of the matter is if, if the investigation has seen this is this is being CM Punk's problem, then yeah.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of other things we could sort of touch on. The fact of the matter is, based on what you read out, and this kind of luckily backs up what I said in the sense I didn't talk out of turn, it very much comes across, no matter how you look at it, Punk was the aggressor in the situation. First and foremost, that's on him, regardless Mm. of why and where it happened, like literally just in that gorilla position backstage. But the fact he also seemingly, based on what you read, also... Lunge towards the boss of the company. Yeah, it's like, look, come on. It's just look. Everyone in life, no, we we've all been there. We've all had a situation <laughs> when we're just really pissed off at something, quite frankly, and you're just really annoyed about something. It may have just been someone, something that someone said, be it to you or about you, or in a third person. Like we've all been there. We all get annoyed at it, but the fact of the matter is there should never really be a reason in this circumstance to escalate it to this degree, mm. in my opinion. This could have easily have just waited like half an hour or so. You know what I mean? I could have both been backstage. Then, they, you know, should anything have happened, then so be it. But it's like, it was just a random thing that Jack Perry said.
1: Yeah. In the and, team of things. and this is all stemming from a spot that Jack Perry... Wanted to do. He was cleared apparently from AEW's creative that he could do a spot using glass, mm. which I think was the limo kind of spot, similar to what they mm-hmm. used in the match of Hook. Um, and, I've, and it's just this whole thing of oh, I think I think the story was basically Punk Punk had kind of approaching a boy to say, "Hey, maybe don't do that," or Jack Perry, sorry, Jack Perry, yeah. not do that. And it's like this is the thing: if if the performance has been given thumbs up, mm. then that should be kind of like the, the end or be all, unless unless there's something, unless there was something else in the collision role for, mm. for Yeah, and, and it's-, very,
0: it's very much being inferred that it, in essence, and again, I'm not trying to put words in mouths here, but from the, the stories that have done the rounds, it's effectively Jack Perry was given approval by members of AEW Creative, as it were, mm. and Punk basically overwrote that. Like, he kind of pulled the trump card because it was... His show, if you will, in essence.
1: So it's it's just uh, it's the frustrating thing. I think the whole whole punk thing. It's been these are all silly things Mm. that could have easily been avoided. Yeah, and like, and I think I have. It's like I think I have watched videos where people have kind of mentioned about uh, the sense of pride. It's like CM Punk is very outspoken. There is no question about that. But I think sometimes when you when you look at how silly some of this stuff is, has been, mm. I mean, it's just, it's very, very silly stuff that shouldn't have happened in the first bloody place. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's,
0: that's cool. Yeah. But, but either way though, I guess w- in terms of adding our own opinion on this, it's very definitive opinion. And we can kind of continue the conversation as needed from there.
1: Mm.
0: This decision, we've read the statement, obviously the stories have come out and such. In your opinion, and I think we can just both do like a simple yes or no, as it were. Do we agree based on the statement that this is the right decision?
1: I think it is the right decision. I agree I as that, well. I think the timing is wrong, though. Hmm. I think I think this should have I think the decision is right, and it just should have probably happened after Chicago. Hmm. Because because as as we as we've spoken earlier, it's like. As much as you want, you want to hope that fans will attend the shows in good conscience. The fact is, it's in Chicago. It's very pro-punk. and punk. They might have opinions on it, which absolutely entitled to have in terms of how they view the situation. But it risks overshadowing again, and it's already overshadowing. Yes, literally, it's it's, com- it's completely overshadowed the bloody week of AEW. After all, in
0: look at the T-shirt you're wearing right now, yes. an All In London T-shirt. Mm. it's like i said earlier all anyone's really talking about from that show now aside from the attendance record is punk the altercation that is what's being spoken about it's just a a damn shame quite frankly but Mm. i I think with the timing it was always going to be a lose-lose i i totally agree they probably could have waited until after all out but then you could argue as well would people have then been perhaps expecting punk to be back because Mm. the shows are in chicago yeah. At least now that the news is completely out there, it's been decided. It's like, nope, there is zero chance of him appearing. Literally yeah. zero. Do not expect it. Don't even think it's going to happen. There is no yeah, there's just absolutely zero chance. And quite frankly, it's it's now just that it's a giant cloud that can just be moved on at this point. Mm. And I appreciate that sounds quite a directly callous thing to say, and I'm sort of trying to be a little bit impartial in how I phrase this as well. Regardless of feelings and such on it. AEW can move on from this. Yeah. I am actually, I am gutted this has ultimately happened because I've really enjoyed Punk as a television character and his being him being back in the ring. Mm. Aside from something that he said during his first promo back on Collision, which I think it was, but what's the right phrase? I, I always oh. wanted there to be some kind of like apology, as it were, of just like look to anyone.
1: Yeah. I if always wanted there to be
0: like an actual direct apology, and he effectively said something to the effect of. If, you, if people out like there are wanting an apology then you're just as soft as the wrestlers who you like and I, it, I kind of almost
1: just went oh, screw you you know I think I think the wording was I'm sorry that your favorite wrestlers are soft
0: there you go that was it I Thank think you.
1: I think that was the wording
0: yeah um and that, and that really annoyed yeah. me but aside from that one moment everything else punk has done has been so damn good mm. and I've really enjoyed it him his program of Ricky's St- I feel sorry for Ricky Starks in this obviously yeah. as well because he was having a great program with Punk that had built up so well through the Owen Hart tournament and since Beyond and whatnot. And now that's just derailed him. Which in some ways is kind of reminiscent of the whole MJF Wardlow thing and that look what's happened to Wardlow since that yeah. whole thing. And hopefully that won't happen to Ricky Starks, quite frankly. I don't think it will, but there's just so many other variables in this. It's a damn shame that that Punk is gone... And that's speaking purely from an on television perspective, hmm. but in terms of backstage stuff that we've all been hearing about and reading about, this is probably the best thing that can happen for the company, despite the circumstances.
1: Because what is it again? It's like all these things affect morale and so yep. forth. And we heard the reports about morale being extremely down after uh, brawl out. I'll, I'll say mm-hmm. brawl out because it just made, it is it, what happened technically. Um, and then obviously you had the kind of the slow kind of re- Renaissance thing. Cause and I think at this point last year, MGF had just come back after his own he came back in the ladder match, I think it was. Yeah, he came back, he yeah. came back in the ladder match, and I think he came back to kind of kind of kind of challenge Punk, who had just mm. then torn his tricep at that yeah. point. And of
0: course, that's another thing you just mentioned as well now, like that's never going to get resolved now. <laughs> kind of like the whole linear yep. champion idea in the real world championship. I guess that belt now is just going to be forever spray painted with an X.
1: Unless, <laughs> he, it unless, unless he just take, unless he takes it to another promotion. I doubt he's going to another promotion. Nah, probably too. not.
0: But uh, that's another thing as well. It's like, and this is another thing. When when I and we talked, I talked about it a little bit on our show, talking about All Out directly. So I won't rehash everything too much. You can listen to that in the archives of the podcast. Yeah, of but when Punk came out, and we were both in the building at different ends of it. On the screen, my reaction to Tom, who was next to me, was, man, Punk looks annoyed. And I had no idea the Jack Perry stuff had happened. But then yeah. the match was so <laughs> damn good. And as well, there were kind of, in hindsight, when you think back on it, there are little moments. Like, there mm. were a couple of gestures that Joe did, and he was kind of being very... He was being very Samoa Joe more than usual, which is a hard yeah. way to kind of describe that. But there were little things in hindsight, like little gestures that he sort of did, and you're like, "Oh, that's a bit spicy for this show. And in hindsight, it kind of adds up a little bit. But in some ways now, from just a pure television point of view, it's actually annoying now that Joe didn't win that belt. Yeah. And also from a historic, from a historical point of view, Ian, we saw the last match of CM Punk in AEW, and it was at the most historic wrestling event ever. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's one kind of depressing way to look at it at some point. Hmm. Um, I guess... Uh, you've got to flip this out there right now. Let's, let's, um, let's,
0: let's just spitball a bunch of thoughts that are let, coming into uh, our brain. Let, and, and also,
1: to those of you watching, if you've got any
0: thoughts you want to convey in the chat, more than happy to read some stuff out or if, you, if you've got any questions or topic discussions on this framework, as it were, throw them at us and we'll see how we get to it. But Ian, yeah. please continue.
1: So, stemming from... Earlier thing, uh, things he was up to during his You
0: can hear, if you can hear a dog barking in the background. Sorry, I've got a friend round at the moment, and their dog is having fun in the garden. Apologies.
1: They're sharing their own opinions about the whole
0: matter. There you That's go, right? There you go. They're just,
1: they're just going. They're going. I, 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 have my, <laughs> I have my opinions. I have my thoughts. <laughs> bork, bork, heck, all that sort of stuff. Um, because there was, there was the reported kind of trip to Chicago Raw. When WWE came into town, I'll try and find the. Oh yeah, news. I remember When he, so, yeah. he, t- he turned up. He said hello to a couple of people. Briefly spoke to Triple H and said, "Hey, can I come and, and chat with you guys for a little bit?" And it was like uh, probably not a good idea because I mean, again, we're still that whole thing of mm-hmm. the supposed contract tampering side of things as well. And so this was before of,
0: he came back as well, right? And this
1: was before he came yep. back as well. So. I, I guess the, the question to then ask is, well, when the heat and all this blows over for Punk, and to be honest, it's not gonna blow over Punk to be honest, because he's gonna be more well, perhaps one of the, the only has being kind of publicly fired from AEW. I think he might be the only the first star to be publicly fired. I might be sure. I think hang on, I think um in,
0: in this manner, yes, but I wanna say Jimmy Havoc was like Yeah, um,
1: I was about to go to Jimmy. Yeah, I've just remembered Jimmy Havoc in terms of the um excuse
0: me.
1: The 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 meeting <laughs> wrestling. Side of things, yeah. So, but yeah, in terms of this sort of manner, punk has, I think, punk unfortunately has the distinction to be pretty public firing mm. in that sense. Um, does he go to WWE? Does WWE remotely even try? If they do,
0: I think it would only be for a Hall of Fame induction mm. because what he contributed from an on screen character in WWE. I think that merits being acknowledged in that way, as it were. Yeah, But then again, quite frankly, stranger things have flipping happened in wrestling.
1: I mean, he you could, you could have like a Goldberg bloody contract style of thing, turn, mm. turn up for a couple, have a few last couple of matches and then end the career in a kind of like a positive way. I mean, you never know. You never know a year down the line. you could always be back in AEW. Let's not rule that out. That it's entirely possible if 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 there is apologies galore and a firm line drawn under the shit that's happened, then maybe stranger stranger things in wrestling have happened. Like, mm. it, it, it's happened in WWE. It's, mm. it's like these things can happen. It's just. It's hard to envision it to begin with, to be perfectly honest. But yeah.
0: Another thing that's just come to mind as well is I wonder what this means for the status of a steel in the company. Cause in theory, obviously a punk ally, for want of be a better phrase, but also was behind the I think it still is slash was part of the creative team for collision, at least remotely. Mm. So sort of that to be figured uh, I, out as well.
1: I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a part and parcel part of mm. CM Punk's contract right now. Oh, was at that point, sorry. you yeah. um... still getting used to that phrasing at this point. <laughs> it's kind of like, he's still dead, right? He's still, mm. oh, oh no, he's not.
0: Do you uh... know what, actually, no, this has just come to mind, and this is an attempt, this is kind of my usual attempt to be sort of, again, in the positive element here. For Collision as a television show, this could be very, bene- well, I think it will be very beneficial, <clears throat> excuse me, because though, obviously, Punk is now gone, anything that was to do with that, I imagine there may be some subtle references to Punk. Like, there may be kind of... I w- it wouldn't surprise me if Ricky Starks says something which is a clear reference to Punk, but he's not going to say his name outright, as it were. Yeah. But this probably means now that there's a bunch of talent who can actually go to Collision. And perhaps they can do more with storylines, and perhaps actually beef up Collision a bit more. As much as I have loved Collision in its current form, you could argue that in terms of the amount of talent on the show, it could have done with a few more people here and there. So you might be able to get actual some more storylines crossing over between the two shows, which I think will be a will be beneficial. In terms of other things to factor in as well, I mean, it was actually mentioned earlier, but um, he got removed from the video game cover following Brawl Out last year. If you remember, he did. Which allegedly, yeah. I think, I don't it's, I don't think it's ever been confirmed, but I think the CM Punk stuff, as it were, was part of the reason why the game got so damn delayed.
1: Yes, because I think they were still trying to defi- decide whether or not Punk was leaving at that point. Because I mm. think there was, there was talk back at the time, there was like rumours and talks that, oh, maybe they'll buy out the rest of CM Punk's contract and he'll, mm. he just goes from this and so forth. Because at that time, a lot of it was kind of 50-50, either he's coming back or he's going. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, when Punk came back, obviously the game, the game came out just as Punk returned this year. Um, so yeah, yeah.
0: So so much to, to process here, but I guess in an effort to form a better phrasing here, and I appreciate I've said that phrase quite a lot tonight, but so as to not just drag out the conversation, as it were, any sort of just general. Hardline thoughts on this just as a as an occurrence we've talked a lot about various elements of it but now that we've sort of discussed it for a few minutes how would you sum it up as to how you're currently feeling about it for example matty boo on on the chat has literally just just posted and said this is wild but i'm not surprised it's a very concurrent way of putting it quite frankly very succinct
1: way I think it's sentiments that I can probably share because it's it's this thing of you don't expect it to happen because you, at this moment in time I think I think all of us were kind of bracing ourselves so like, okay he might just have another suspension mm. or it might be this is the last last straw kind of thing but no it, it, it's happened and, and obviously we're not talking about it live because it's just like this has come out of well. It could. It, it it may have been. It may be on the horizon. It's just, it just dropping, right now hmm. <laughs> ahead of ahead of the Chicago shows. Um, hey, what is the lineup of Collision tonight? Uh, I'm going to look it up quickly. You can, yeah. Sorry. I mean, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just disappointing to be perfectly honest. And mm. I mean, it's like. I didn't watch a lot of CM Punk stuff in WWE. I think I wasn't what I think I came back into WWE just when Punk had technically left. Oh, excuse me. So around early, late 2014, early 2015. So mm. I kind of missed the majority, but I have seen some of those those big matches he's had. Obviously, Money in the Bank with we've seen it, for example. So obviously, with Punk and his AEW, we get that sense of, okay, now I can experience what this guy's a wrestler and as a character is all about. And like I said, for the first year, the MGF feud is just superb in its in its own self and right, and it just you kind of you see how you see why Punk is so revered, and then, like I said, this happens or <laughs> these two yep. things happen in the space of a year, and what turned into AEW's kind of massive, massive kind of big get the return of CM Punk after seven years to. To this incredible ovation, all that sort of stuff. And within two years, it's all done. And, and that's
0: all it was.
1: Two years. two years. Think about that. Well, let's be honest, a year and a bit.
0: <laughs> Fair. Yeah. He's been under contract for two years, as it were.
1: Yeah. And and in terms of like the
0: I'll go back to the collision lineup in a second, but for the legacy of CM Punk, and also another fun fact as well, which has just occurred to me looking on AEW's Twitter, that um Guess who's in the main event of the pay per view tomorrow? After a Punk thing has happened once again, who's it, it Moxley? Yep, yeah, it, it's super, oh, what a surprise! It, it's, it's the Super Savior, John Moxley. You know, the Super Summer Saver, quite
1: frankly, because he seems to do that quite a bit at the moment. <coughs> Excuse me, but what, one one day, one day Moxley will get his holiday, right? Exactly, and, and, and he will have earned it. <laughs> yeah, and, and do you
0: know what? Actually, Harriet, you've just brought up something interesting in the chat. I'm going to bring it up on screen because you've just said. It's sad that this will overshadow all out without the pay-per-view even starting. I agree with you, but in some ways, that's why, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, part of me just thinks, just get it out now. Then there's like a whole 24 hours just to kind of get the initial wave of thoughts out of the way. Obviously, there's probably going to be some more news bits that will come out in the next day or so. But either way, it's done and dusted before the pay-per-view. It's that very definitive line of, no, he's gone that yeah, ain't going to be referenced anymore and in terms of i mentioned the sort of storylines the collision lineup for tonight is ricky stark's challenges ricky the dragon steamboat to a strap match at all out again one would assume that someone is now going to take the place of punk we've also got the trio's title match with the acclaimed and their wonderful new pink championship belts by the way which are amazing defending against the former jas trio of daddy magic cool hand ange and daniel garcia got Dax Harwood versus Jay White in a singles match, which will also be great. And then the Outcasts versus the trio of Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida, and the TBS champion Chris Statlander. And also apparently making an appearance, which I'll just call it like it is, Dennis Rodman returning to the United Center.
1: <laughs> which, why not? Why not? Let's go back to the crazy WCW days.
0: Mate, I'm all about WCW. I'm well in for that. Why not? But ex- this is the thing the legacy of punk like you said the mjf stuff was utterly phenomenal television to watch it was incredible that how many months was it was it two or three pay-per-views because there was the initial match on dynamite then there was
1: the revolution i think it was was it full gear then revolution
0: i think so because then there was the first match then there was the dog collar match to sort of end it if i remember correctly Let me double check. I think that's how it was, if memory serves. But that feud of MJF was phenomenal. Then his sort of quest to go for the title and whatnot. He came in initially and wrestled Darby Allen at at All
1: Out. I almost said All In, but it's a different show. Okay, so actually... Had a show as well. So there actually been two one-on-ones with CM Punk and MJF. So MJF won that first one that that long one, which I remember, which ended kind of like in a DQ or disqualification or a countout, and they just said, no, no, we carry on, get back in the ring, all yeah. that sort of thing. I might be wrong on that. My memory's a bit hazy on, on this too think, many Was, that, was that the one on Dynamite, if I remember? That right. was the one on Dynamite, yeah. where I think everyone was so expecting CM Punk to win, because I think this was actually in Chicago. I think this was Yeah, that that's was in my brain as well, yeah. And then everyone being suddenly stunned that MGF One, I think he won through cheating anyway. And then you have, and then you have. uh, uh, But before that, we had the we had the tag match of uh, Cash Wheeler, Dax, and MGF when they were doing Pinnacle against CM Punk, Darby Allen, and Sting. And I think this is one where CM Punk and MGF still didn't didn't actually touch and uh, didn't actually. touch at all it was like they kept teasing it it was like no 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 run away all that stuff so this is when mgf was being pure chicken shit heel Mm. but then yeah the the last one on one match they had was dog collar at revolution
0: yeah 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 so the legacy of cm punk all the brawl out stuff and all that stuff aside on television you probably couldn't have a, a better run if you tried i don't think yeah utterly incredible stuff Sands may be kind of him breaking his foot and then the very random way he sort of lost the title and then challenged for it again a couple of days later last year and whatnot. Perhaps that little randomness aside, pretty much everything on television, excuse me, <clears throat> sorry, got a bit of a croaky throat, but everything on television pretty much from CM Punk has been gold or pretty much near enough. It has been so damn good. But the overarching legacy is going to be great on television I'm going to use this phrase, and it might be a bit harsh, but I'll let everyone listening to this be the judge of that. A nightmare backstage.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
0: And again, it's just, it's, in many ways it's gutting, but I hope that this may, because let's let's call it like it is, the card for All Out is arguably AEW's, I'll say, weakest pay-per-view. I think it's no stretch to say that, but... You can bet it's going to be a damn good show, but on paper, you look at the lineup and you're like, "Man, that isn't the strongest lineup compared to say what we saw at All In, which was only this. It was last week, Ian. It doesn't feel like All
1: In was last week, but it was. I know that's <laughs> mental. I but mean, I, we, talk, we but, talked but, about but, it in we talked about it in our All In reflections video, which is the video yeah. that went live. Uh, I believe on Thursday on on the channel here. If you haven't watched that yet, mm. uh, we'll have a. What you, there'll be a. There'll be a link in the in the description below when exactly. this gets updated properly. Um, but well basically, bet, but, but
0: you can bet all out is going to be a phenomenal show, and that was going to be the end of my point because everyone is going to yeah. do their best to make it a stellar show. But please continue.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's where was I going with this? For I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, I've derailed you now. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: No, no it's okay. Um, yeah. So because yeah, my my thoughts from the vi- the last video we did was basically. All In was great. I, I think All In was a spectacular show. It's, I think the learning curve, I think, taken away from this weekend rather than ignoring the whole CM Punk stuff is basically you need to space these shows, not they space these shows out like further apart, but you've got to treat this like it's a two-night WrestleMania or a two-night Tokyo Dome kind of thing. You've, you've got to put the right things in the right match actually so basically instead of overstuffing a card of matches that probably will get more time to breathe on another pay-per-view like a wow it just makes it just makes it a bit easier i suppose i don't know mm. it, that that's that's my that's my that's my opinion from this past week basically i think all in was a great show i hope all out's going to be a fun show despite all this but the thing is they need to kind of make both shows Exciting, and right and I'm going to be slightly honest—not too, not too, e- not too kind of eager to throw down my money on fight to watch all out. I and mean,
0: ironically, I've already bought it because I bought a package for their pay per views for this year earlier yeah. this year, so I've already yeah. got it on my pay per view thing, yeah. as it were. Yeah, but uh I will say I'm just I'm just on my on my Twitter feed just seeing if anything else pops up, and uh yeah. I want to give a shout out to this tweet. It's just appeared on on like the the for you feed, as it were. From uh, from at not that Tom Green, it just says, ironic in the end that CM Punk was the one banned from collision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh.
0: But you know what else as well? Talking about let's, let's look, let's look at the what if element now of all this and how this affects AEW for a second. Because we've already mentioned we're not going to get the resolution between Punk and, and MJF in terms of no. like the real world champion thing. One assumes that's just dropped. If they really wanted to, Jack Perry could ride this wave <laughs> for quite a while when it comes to heat, as it were. But also, you know what we're never going to get now, seemingly? Obviously, time can change and whatnot.
1: Mm.
0: But as of now, we ain't ever going to see CM Punk the Elite. I don't if
1: that,
0: that was ever a possibility or... to try and make money off of that,
1: uh, that's, that That definitely ain't going to happen, unless mm-hmm. down the line through some miraculous... Bearing of the hatchet, CM Punk comes Mm. back, which probably isn't gonna happen. I mean it's like again, like I said, like I've said earlier in this video, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Look (laughs) at just look
0: at the history of wrestling at that point. Yes.
1: (laughs) Wrestling's a strange thing.
0: As a whole. But but there's a lot of what if scenarios. I'm trying to think what else is sort of unresolved. I guess technically the punk Joe stuff is resolved at this point because they had the match at Wembley. As it were, there's that element of it. I'm trying to think. Well, obviously, the 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 punk Ricky Stark story is now just totally derailed, and we'll see on based on Collision tonight how that goes down and how that is continued and or resolved. But overall, from an on television perspective in AEW, there isn't a lot that's unresolved for from a CM Punk point of view. Arguably, the stuff he was involved in is the real uh, world uh,
1: championship. uh, which wasn't a recognized belt from AEW anyway. So it's like,
0: "Mm." Mm. yeah, no, those are probably the only big things as it were. So I think from there, honestly, mate, I'm in an effort to say, what's the way to phrase this?
1: There I'm isn't tired. much. More... I'm tired of talking about this now, Jeremy. Well, no, actually, I'm tired. You know what? The resolution's here. Let's all move on with our resolution. You know, you know what,
0: actually, I think this is this is the way we can pretty wind this, start to wind this down a bit. And again, if, if anyone else has got any thoughts they would like to share before we go off here, feel please free do, to put them in please. the chat. Please do. But something that we have talked about on multiple podcasts, again, be it me and you, me, you and Harry, me and Tom, there is just this element of I just want to stop talking about the punk drama. And one assumes there is going to be more to come out about this. Mm. Like, this ain't going to go away for a bit. But at the very least, seemingly now,
1: this is done. AEW can move on. I mean, it probably will never be done in the eyes of kind of online fans. There are going to be CM Punk chants forevermore. It's going to
0: be like the past 10 years again.
1: The the tribalism is going to keep running rampant. But the fact of the matter is it's like I think for I think for us, especially as we talk about wrestling on the channel, it's basically what's done is done. Mm-hmm. We move on. And it's like we've it's like I think ever since I think Brawl Out happened and all, all the stuff kind of came out, it's just like it's like I don't like it's like I don't like talking about this stuff. Yeah. I know you probably don't like talking about backstage drama and all that sort of stuff. It's just it dampens what we get enjoyment out of wise of wrestling. I mean, yes, these stories and these things do happen in wrestling, and they they do kind of come at it from all angles and kind of do sometimes test our kind of a following of the product and all that sort of stuff, I suppose. But it, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's like when we talk about wrestling on the channel, we the, these stories don't bring us these stories don't bring us joy or anything. It's just kind of like, uh it's like, just want to enjoy nice... Why can't we all just enjoy wrestling and have fun?
0: So... I've you're t- going you're gonna, you're gonna
1: to tell me not to have fun now, Jeremy,
0: aren't no, you? No, no, no. Sorry, I've just seen a really random take on... Um, I don't know why I look at Twitter. I shouldn't, but... Uh, no, I, I, I do agree with you. Like, completely. I, I want to enjoy the shows that I watch. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still recovering from last weekend. But I just like to enjoy the shows I'm watching and every show i watch there is some kind of element of punk drama lurking in the background when yeah. i sort of go online and try and look up a result or, or look at reactions sorry and just kind of gauge how else the show a show was perceived there's always something and i just want to watch the show and enjoy it that's why i watch wrestling i want to enjoy this and having to quite frankly just think about constant punk drama it's just it's been annoying it's just dragged on and on, and I just want to focus on the stuff on television because that's why I watch wrestling. I want to watch it, as it were. And arguably, in many ways, All in probably was the peak for that. And I mean, I will say, if you're going to go out, circumstances aside, and have your final match be in front at Wembley Stadium in front of eighty-one thousand people, you couldn't have done much better, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but just going to quote myself because I mentioned uh, CM Punk and MGF at all at uh, full gear never happened. It was it was CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Which is oh, which itself oh, was a
0: feud was so
1: good. Which itself that feud was quite kind of on the on the knuckle a little bit because I think some of the stuff the nose, that you will. yeah hmm. some of the stuff Kingston was talking about is 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 kind of accurate now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be honest, um, uh, I will stuff.
0: say the, the, the random take that I saw in case you're curious that just came up on my feed was uh, this is a move that like letting Cody go will age very badly in mates running the asylum. That's from, the, that's from a Twitter account by the name of Will Cooling, which, again, I'm on the For You feed, so it's not someone I actually uh, actively follow, admittedly. So uh, that's an interesting take, I guess. But didn't Cody go because he didn't sign a new
1: contract? Um, It was that, and also th- there is there was... Uh, a bit of tension, perhaps. The, but... the, the fact is, Co- Cody will never publicly talk because he's been quoted in interviews. Even the um, the Peacock documentary they just had, they ask it the, he, he says in an interview, asked me why I left AEW," and basically just said, it "Is a it is a pers- personal matter that will not be discussed." So basically, I think there was the opportunity to resign, but something happened which we'll never probably know. Yeah, and that's it. And the fact of that is. That's the party line. It's always been the party line since he left, I mean, and that... that's
0: the that's the key thing right there. Before I need oh, lock my yeah. screen down for the second time, it's gonna life. get shocked again. It's gonna get. It's <laughs> gonna go to sleep. It's gonna go to sleep. That that's a key detail you just said there. Yeah, that's been the line, mm. and it's not changed. And it's always been at least on the surface. Just this is what it is. Please, this is just take the line. But with Punk, there's always been something else, and I don't mean that necessarily through punk specifically i mean relating to cm punk the entity if you will there's always kind of been here's the line and here's a little bit of fine print just to kind of add a, add a little bit of you know hot sauce to it or something always been something like that yeah but uh but in terms of some uh, other thoughts that have come through uh matty boo actually echoing something that i mentioned earlier which was i have a thought wow it's gonna be nice having one roster on both shows like I said, it's going to allow more people to appear on Collision, and perhaps you know help spice things up. Or heck, Ian, give people more time to appear on the main two shows mm. as a whole. So that would be really yeah.
1: nice. Yeah.
0: Uh, Harriet has added resolution is now that Punk is gone. Let's hope for a, for a smoother future with the company. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And also, actually, another point from Harriet as well. Just look, kind of looking down the comments, I also hope this brings the fans back, especially those who stopped watching because of the drama which i i do know a few friends that basically just went i can't deal with like punk drama i'm just going to not watch for a while i'll I mean, watch if i'll watch if something good
1: i mean i mean i i don't watch a lot of AEW as much as i i should have obviously that's why we obviously when it comes to talking about it on the channel you we've got yourself and, and tom and other guests to come in and and talk out when i've been able uh, when i haven't been able to kind mm-hmm. of engage but it's like i think that peak period when Punk had just come in and then you had Danielson mm-hmm. and then you had Cole. I was actively watching AEW. This is like this is the this is the start of the uh, this is the start of something exciting. And mm-hmm. yeah, brawl out happens, and I just kind of all right. It just you, you just, just wanted to distance of, yourself. It's yeah.
0: Okay, this is an appalling comparison to make, but this is how I felt about it at the time. When all the stuff about Vince McMahon was coming out as it were, and there was just yeah. that element of like, look, just, I want him gone. Like, I, I just didn't want to watch WWE for ages after that, quite frankly. Yeah. I still did, because we were covering some pay-per-views and whatnot, but in general, it was like, I'll watch those, but that's kind of it. And, you know, th- this, is it, in some ways, has been a similar feeling since Brawl Out, is that you don't want to watch it, but I wanted to watch AEW. And it wasn't Ooh. about punk for me. It was just I wanted to watch AEW, but there was just that cloud hanging over that you couldn't yeah. get rid of.
1: But it's, yeah, it's it's a similar thing where some of the more rougher times in WWE recently have been mm. uh, up until obviously Vince left originally and, and before he came back. So all that yeah. is like, yeah, behind the scenes is not fun, but it was not great. But it's like, I watched WWE because I like the performer's on exactly. the screen. I'm watching because, because of them. I'm not watching because I'm thinking Vince McMahon's a genius. I'm thinking Vince McMahon is a very horrible person. Yep. But I don't want to see these wrestlers get punished because because of
0: what... Their, their hard work shouldn't suffer.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. And that's why I kept watching AEW as well. And yeah, Collision tonight is going to be interesting. Admittedly, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it live or let alone tomorrow morning because I'll be in London tomorrow. But either way, folks... We will be talking about All Out. Our current plan, admittedly, we don't know if we'll be going live because we need to kind of figure out exact timings and stuff, but we're going to be recording something early next week, as it were. Mm -hmm. So you can probably expect something by maybe Wednesday-ish time, if not sooner. We need to discuss that off-air, I appreciate.
1: Because I'm going to educate you in what happened at Payback. Educate sounds very, very harsh. It's Basically, I'm going to relay what happened at Payback and give you my thoughts and feelings on it, and then you are going to likewise and all out
0: exactly yeah, it's a, bit of an experiment it's a because- show
1: and tell show and tell <laughs> just we can't actually <laughs> show things it? from the actual show we just basically i have it like a stick drawing or i find a gif find a and gif then, that I- kind of sums up what the- happens at the show <laughs> and then you said speaking and I <laughs> that something
0: different but <laughs> but yes yeah, so we're gonna sort of do like a double review as it were for payback and all out but it's very much gonna be ian discussing payback and telling me what happened and then I'm going to watch it all out and tell him what happened there. So give me a bit of an experiment as it were and if that ends up being a live show as it were we'll kind of make it known but tentatively for point of reference we'll probably be doing something Tuesday evening. We just need to figure out timings and such because life is fun as this mm. evening has turned out as well. But if you're a first time listener I really hope you have enjoyed the show. Be you watching us live here on YouTube now or if you're listening to the audio archive after the fact. If you did enjoy it why not hit that thumbs up button if you're on YouTube or on your audio platform of choice or here on YouTube. Why don't hit the subscribe button? We'd really, really appreciate it. And Good sir, uh, any other closing
1: thoughts and how else can people contact us if you would like to add that additional information in there as well? Well, you can also email us over at BunkerMania at, no, contact at BunkerMania.com. That's the great line. Let's go in different directions for a second. But also, <laughs> if you do like the video, give it a nice big thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up button. Big fun there time. you go. He's so covering that lens there. There we go. Fine. Um, but no, um, I'm hopefully going to dabble a little bit, speaking of AEW, with Fight Forever, because obviously Steam Stampede came out last week. And I will probably do a pre-recorded run of a couple of games to give you my thoughts on it. I've played it three times. <laughs> Very specific, sorry. It's, <laughs> it's a choice. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what? I
0: say wait, the choice to only play it three times. No, or? no, no, no,
1: no, no. The, the, <laughs> the, the, mode is, the mode is a choice, but it's like I my, my current my current thing with this is there are bits I do like about Steam 7 I think the idea of having a battle royale game in a resting game is quite weird. Also, side note, I didn't realize they did Bucky Lynch and Bianca Belair on Fortnite last week. Yeah. It's just, just just casually stroll. It's like, oh look, it's them. And they're looking. They're looking like themselves. Okay. Awesome. I don't have enough money to buy these skins. Damn it. Move on.
0: You you could now have Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair dancing with Vegeta and Goku from Dragon Ball Z.
1: (laughs) Oh well, if people if people followed me on Instagram, which they can do at Dagadang, um, they would have witnessed the beautiful dancing of both John Cena and Goku to blinding lights by the weekend. It's the weekend, it's the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes it's like yeah i think the the, the skins from Fortnite for, for those who have gone but they'll probably return john cena always returns every couple of weeks anyway speaking of which he actually has come back to smackdown and it's like sidebar sidebar i know because we have be to a w sidebar wwe don't don't dangle the carrot of cody versus cena in front of me don't <laughs> just don't because i will chomp it off <laughs>
0: I mean, look, they're probably going to be dangling that carrot a bit more tonight, I imagine,
1: as the as the guest host of Payback. And then Rock turns up and also goes, "I'm the guest host because I have got nothing to do in Movie Land at the moment because of strikes." Hmm. Yeah, because this is pro- I think this is probably the re- this is the key reason why I think seems is back because is strikes and all that sort of stuff. But I don't know how this. How I don't know how the strikes affect wrestling, or they do. I don't know. That's another question for another time. So.
0: I'm just going to put this out there, and I will. I will leave the show with this final thought. Having just gone through Twitter again, which I, get, I appreciate is dangerous. Something has appeared on the for you feed for me, which is simply under the WWE Payback hashtag. Allegedly, a photo of CM Punk at Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Airport, but I will dispute this by saying his hair is really long.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's it's kind of grey now as well. And I was, exactly. or, oh, it's shaved. It's actually, exactly. it's, it's actually, I think I think someone's just, I think someone's just, I mean, I'm looking down and I'm just seeing all these different things. There's like images of the, the video, you know, the video of Vince that leaves the girls. You show me, you show me where that son of a bitch is right now. That's just kind of, <laughs> they're just, <laughs> they're just kind of going. This is when Vince discovers that Triple H has resigned CM Punk or something like that.
0: But another <laughs> thing I've just seen as well is someone going, it's a picture of Triple H just kind of laughing. And and the and the ca- <laughs> and, the, and the caption is Triple H after booking Omos to squash CM Punk at WrestleMania 40.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, that picture you just talked about. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that, that's fake. I'm, I'm glad sorry. you agree. I'm glad you agree. Unless unless he had the power to grow that much hair in six days, Jeremy. I mean, I like stranger
0: love. things have happened,
1: but uh... unless it's a wig. <laughs> Come yeah. back and go, go. like I said, Punk. Wear the wig. There we but, go. But There we go. So, folks, anyway. thank you very
0: much for listening and/or watching. Again, we'll be back midway through next week to talk about WWE Payback and AEW All Out, and who knows, there may be something else that happens in between there. Because at the rate we're going, I get a feeling something else is going to happen this weekend. Let's I have positive. Let's
1: have positive things happen this weekend, I but I mean in, the the good way. in a good way. Let's have positive, big news things happen. In, okay, in you know, I'll tell you what. Wrestling. I'll
0: tell you what. Let's end the show with this then. We'll do one prediction for All Out because I think it's relevant. It's all but been confirmed at this point that Orange Cassidy and John Moxley for the international title is going to be the main event match. Mm. Will Orange Cassidy lose the belt to Moxley tomorrow night at All Out?
1: Yes. I think it will. I think
0: think this may be the time as well. I've said that quite a few times, but if they're going to change it on anyone... I think John Moxley is a very intriguing choice, and he could take it in a very different direction.
1: Again, if he's still doing, if he's still doing those occasional other promotional appearances, which he has been doing, mm-hmm. even at New Japan and stuff like that, he could take the belt over there. He can defend defend it at a New Japan show, or even at Wrestle Dream, he could defend it against a New Japan or, or other Japanese. He's coming companies. over
0: to the UK later this year, I believe, as well.
1: Yeah, so there are plenty of opportunities there for him to do that.
0: So there we go. Well, folks, once again, thank you very much for listening and or watching. We'll be back after this weekend to talk about Payback and All Out. But until then, take care, have a nice night, and enjoy the rest of your weekend.